Hey y'all, let me introduce myself. My name is Thatcher, you can call me Thatcher, but if you mess my name up one time, you have to call me T. I am approved by T and this is approved by me. So this afternoon, this late afternoon, I'm sitting here with uh, my little ace, my one and only um, Miss India Jade. <gasps> yes. Okay, so um, I wanted to get on with her because, you know, in real life, life comes with death. And we all know that. Well, I know that. And I'm pretty sure India knows that because I talk about it. I always want to prepare her for what is to come so that she's not shocked and she doesn't act like, you know, she can't make it and she doesn't have anybody. Um, it's important for me as a parent to know that um, there are some people out in this world that's looking out for her best interests and that she's aware of those people. She knows how to move when it comes down to the things that I have and who's going to be in her you know, in her circle and on her side, if anything was to happen to me. Okay. Um, this right here was kind of sensitive when I brought it up to her. She kind of said no, if she wanted to talk, um, because I wanted to talk about my mother. My mother passed away about three years ago. I'm a little over three years at this point. And, um, she was really the matriarch of the family, um, my aunt passed away, my aunt died passed away, and then my mom kind of like just took over. She did all the barbecues, and even if it was a potluck, she would prepare everything. When I say prepare, I mean like call everybody, let them know what they needed to bring, and stuff like that. Okay, so now that my mom is not here, um, I don't really talk to anybody, you know. Um, people have shown who they are and I guess maybe because you know she was here to protect me I didn't see it um or whatever I don't know but it's a clear difference from when my mom was alive to now and I'm not really worried about it more so I would just want India to have you know the right people in her life um that means her well and if that means that, you know, certain people we don't talk to or I don't talk to, then I'm okay with that. Um, so, how do you feel? What's going on with you, India? Y'all give her a second. She's just trying to get... We, we are in my room and we're just kind of like vibing. So, how are you feeling? Okay, so let me ask you, let me let me just ask her some questions because I ain't gonna just talk y'all, okay? So how what let what is your fondest memory of your grandmother? Every time I went to the city for the summer, every summer, almost every summer. The last thing I'm pretty sure we did was we went to Alabama. So, yeah, I went to Alabama. Uh -huh. And so... We stayed with Lady Phil, and then we stayed with Hattie, and then we stayed with Ronnie, too. We left. Okay. So, you remember her for taking trips? 
Yeah, but that's not just that. So, we only took we only did two trips. That's not true. Two trips that you can remember. Okay. Yeah. But y'all you she did way more trips with you than two trips. For oh, sure. I, we always went to visit Uncle Derek. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's where I like long car rides from my grandma. We always go to visit Uncle Derek a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I was good for um, she was good for long car drives, cause you know she loves her she loved to drive. That's why she had got a van. Because she loved to drive. Like, she loved to take trips. She loved to be able to take people with her. So, yeah, that makes sense. So, you remember the road trips. And you remember the vacations. Okay, what else do you remember about her? I will go to her house. Going to her house every summer. Mm -hmm. What about the food? Oh, food was great. And she always make the cherry cheesecake. Cherry cheesecake. And And she... she I hope y'all can hear her because she's kind of low. Speak up a little really, bit. Really, that low? A little bit. Okay. Well, I like the cherry cheesecake. Even though I don't like cherries, I would just take cherries off. But like the filling was good. Yeah. And then the collard greens and the dump. No, what's it? She made dumplings, but the collard greens and the um, cornbread. Cornbread, but it wasn't cornbread. It was cornmeal. And then she would make. She sometimes make fish cakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom was definitely a chef in her own right. Um, yeah, definitely. That was definitely her. So, I'm not done. Okay. She made, I always liked when she made my oatmeal and my peanut butter and jelly. Oh, she made you add. peanut butter and jelly? Yeah. She ain't made me no dog on peanut butter and jelly. Me. And then I started getting older and I started getting into it. But I was Nah, no, 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 nothing. Like, she made the best sandwiches. Like, if I could remember anything, is like, I always wanted her to make, like, heroes, you know, turkey, cheese, like, tomato, lettuce, and tomatoes. She would always, like, finesse it, like, finesse it, finesse it. And so, um, you know, me making stuff, me making my sandwiches, or whatever the heck I make. You know, it it always has some Julia Jones stink on it because um, that was, you know, her thing. And everything that I I really do, uh, I'm going to say about 80% of it comes from her because she was, um, she's my mom. And um, I got a lot from her. I like to drive. You don't like to drive, so I think you skipped, you skipped your generation and went to mine. Well, that's because you're still young. I, I, when I was younger, I had a few people, well, really, um, G-Ma really taught me how to drive. Um, big ups to Miss Zita Gordon. Um, she was definitely a pinnacle part of my life when I was 17, trying to learn how to drive. My mom was a yeller, and I am definitely not about that life so i needed someone that was a little more my speed to help me to get where i needed to go zita was amazing at um directing she was a a very bold type of driver a new york city driver a very aggressive driver and um she was amazing she taught me how to drive 
So I'm grateful to her. Back to Miss Jones. What else? Well, I'm gonna say something. Pinnacle. Um, the okay, so me and my mom had a really rough time when I was growing up. My mom was 29 when she had me, so she was in her late, well, her early 20s, taking care of a brand new baby. Um, my brother, my brother, my my mother's youngest son, he was 10 years older than me. So he was already 10 when, or about to be 10 when I was born. Um, my mom had... With her having that gap, she had, you know, her husband, her ex-husband, which was my brother's father's father, um, she had him. So they got to live with him. And I think that um, she was like at a space where she was trying to, you know, figure out who she was alone and, you know, get life, you know, right. Um like everybody we have our own things we have vices and she picked up a few vices which um she was able to conquer and defeat it took some time and luckily you know with us coming to new york um i had my aunts i had my aunt dot and i had my aunt Lee. and they were there to uh really make sure that you know while my mom was in between that you know i was good so shout out to anybody that know that knew my aunt Dot, um, Miss Dorothy Gant. Um, she was an amazing woman. Um when I was born, she was way more established. <clears throat> but um amazing, amazing woman. Um I got my love for a lot of fashion and um just trying to be different. And cooking started from her because she was like the real person, the first person that I used to see cook in the kitchen consistently. She was the matriarch before my mom became the matriarch. So my mom didn't have to worry about putting things together because we already knew we was going to aunt Dot house. But then when my aunt Dot passed, my mother was the one to pick up and, you know, keep it going. Um... My mom was really a talker. She was a yeller. She was a talker. She was the type that um, she was going to say what she had to say. You wasn't about to fight her, though. Like, she was going to go get her sister, her big sister for that. But she was going to say what she had to say. And that was going to be that. And my mom was interesting. I mean, by the time I was born and... Um, the had became a teen, you know, I, I love my mom, but people that knew me growing up, they knew that me and her had like a real, real rough time. And it kind of spilled over, um, you know, men needing a man. That's a big one. And I think that's why I never got caught up or I did get caught up. Um, I did get caught up. But I swiftly got out of that because you can't be in a situation where you're making moves to keep a man. Or you're making moves to make sure that a man is happy, but your kids aren't. 
that is um that's crazy and so you know as you're growing there's no manual there's no step-by-step book that you could go to and be like okay well this is what we should do and this is how we should move no you gotta do some studying or (coughs) you gotta make some mistakes and that's what that is she made some mistakes she's human she was young she was in her 30s she was just divorced and she was trying to find her way and you know me now or you know uh i'm gonna say probably in my 20s i started recognizing you know or maybe in my early 30s i started recognizing like you know i can't hold everything that she did in her past against her because just like i don't have a rule book and i don't know what i'm doing half the time i'm just kind of like winging it um i'm pretty sure she had to do that too she did the best that she could with what she had and when she knew to do better that's when she did better and i could in those times that that those experience overwhelmed overwhelmingly um overlaps anything that could have been bad um in my childhood um it just it just does because it shows how you know even though you might be old and set in your ways if you do want to change you can change it is like up to you it's literally up to you how you decide to move if you decide to be stuck and want to make excuses act like your children don't have a voice bless you then you know you'll end up in a situation where your kids um start to despise you start to hate you and that shouldn't be a reality at all um it just shouldn't be a reality and so i take this time always to um make sure that i talk to india and that i keep up with india and that she is involved in conversations that um i have or the conversation she's involved in conversations because i need her to know that despite what you might see um despite you know um whatever friendships you might have and all of that that you know, we're always here. I'm always here. Like, I'm always going to be your best friend. I didn't get that from my mom. You know, that type of behavior is something that I learned um, on my own because I knew what I wanted and I wanted to make sure that my daughter had a avenue to come to me whenever she needed, period. So I wanted to make sure that this podcast had a footnote, had a um, a, a footprint of my mother because, because of her and her ability to change and have um, and build a relationship with me, I am at a totally different space in life. I could have easily allowed every situation that I had with her growing up to affect me. And I made a decision to not allow um, the inexperience that she had growing up to affect 
my opinion of her as a person. That comes with growth. That definitely comes with growth. But I wanted to make sure that India knew that besides, you know, the fact that she got uh, more than enough. I don't say more than enough. She had um, opportunities to spend with her grandmother, to go on cruises, and to um, go and take those road trips to different states. Um, Her grandmother always made sure that um, she had a relationship with her. She, she, I felt like because she wasn't able to have the best relationship with her children, that she wanted to make sure that her grandkids felt completely the opposite. And I think that that is, you know, how it should be. I think that when you take or when, yeah, I guess when you take time, you take your time and energy and, you know, make it about yourself and not about your kids when they're growing up. Um, it does bring an avenue of resentment. When you learn to find a way to balance and make sure that your kids come above and before anything else besides yourself, because you have to have self-care. You can't take care of your kids if you about to kill yourself. You get what I'm saying? Like, you got to have your mind together so you have to take the steps that you need to take to make sure that you keep yourself feeling good then you can give that love to your kids so india how i'm doing great (laughs) great thank you everything so good huh so you word everything good how am i doing as a parent great great I made some mistakes. I can't even complain. You can't complain. Some people have it way, way bad. People have it bad. Some people do have so it bad. So I feel like in, in this situation, people really shouldn't complain as much about... I mean, it, like, I don't know. People complain as much about life when other people have it, have it way worse. I'm not saying... Like, I'm not saying it's like I mean you can't control what happens, but that's true. Just keep it to yourself, or not just complain. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't think that you should keep it to yourself. I feel I like mean, you should tell someone, but not like heavily keep complaining about the same thing. And usually, it's not all people do that, but some people do do that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you don't even, you. I know you have to speak up. I know you're speaking very, very low. Because I really don't know what to say. It's okay. You don't have to, um, you know, make anything up. Just say how you feel. And then, you know, that's it. That That's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. One sentence I'll take. A well thought well, out sentence. I take people it. People don't have to heavily complain about their issues cause it could be way worse like for real it really could so yeah okay so period we got that um people should not complain and I I I believe that listen 
um things could be things could be worse and when once you recognize what you need to do to change and you make that change we we not gonna complain we gonna keep striving and that's the goal to keep striving to keep pushing to keep moving to keep progressing um not just for ourselves but for our kids and their kids and theirs and their kid kids and so on and so forth um we have to leave our kids um, a legacy. We have to leave them our history or our history will fade and it will not exist. So we have to teach and we have to leave a platform for our kids to go back to so our grandkids will know who we were, what side of history we were on. Okay? So this is us. This is this is T or Thatcher and India. Yo. India J. That's my baby over there. Y'all have a great one. Oh, y'all. Y'all have a great one, and we will talk with you soon. I'm T, approved by T. Y'all have a blessed.